0: Hello and welcome, my name is Kim Lee and I'm a child and adolescent psychotherapist and I work with children, young people and their families. I've been doing this work since about the mid-70s and during that time I've seen a very wide range of difficulties in paediatric mental health and of course the many difficulties that families find themselves in and the ways in which their situations impact upon children. Having seen so many children and young people over four decades, two things stand out. The first of these is that although I've seen some very common types of difficulties, and whether they're relational, emotional or behavioural, or those which are concerned with developmental disorders and mental illness, these are seldom understood by the people around them and the people who observe them. And often what I find is that others focus simply upon the behaviours exhibited and then see those as the problem which needs to be treated. This isn't to say that the symptoms are not a problem, um, and of course they do require attention, but for me this is a starting point for inquiry. And The second thing is this, No two patients have ever been alike in my experience. And I mean by this that the ways that patients have arrived at the difficulties that they have are always unique to them and their families. And more importantly, we have as clinicians to constantly pay attention to the context. And that means looking at the far bigger picture so that we can intelligently inform our interventions and any subsequent guidance. And for this reason, I'm particularly keen to understand the individual development of each child or young person who I receive for treatment. And this is a vital task, as it enables me to really understand what the child has experienced and how they have developed through the relevant stages. And most often, I can identify points within their developmental pathways. This is when I'm taking a case history at which the child may have become stuck. And when there are enough of these points, it begins to explain not just why the child is suffering in the present, but what the nature of that suffering tells us and what is required. Typically, we look along a timeline of development from birth and sometimes before birth, through to where the child is now and what we find is that there have been certain impactful experiences at certain points in developmental stages which inevitably will have influenced the way in which those stages are completed and sometimes parents who inevitably uh, try and do their level best don't always see the beginnings of these difficulties or indeed when they do don't necessarily know how to respond and Sometimes the well-worn phrase of, well, they will grow out of it, serves as a reassuring idea, but in truth, children often grow into problems rather than out of them, and then they can become worse. And for this reason, children might develop an evolving difficulty, which comes to life perhaps because of certain life triggers, changing schools, changing family circumstances, or other factors and these then begin to reveal the psychological vulnerability which has been present but has perhaps been undetected for a long time. Now the reason I'm saying this is because having spent so much time working with both acute and chronic paediatric mental health cases I often feel that if only there had been some much earlier understanding and intervention and if only someone had helped families to understand the way in which informed parenting skills assisted by knowledge can be utilised in a way that has a preventive quality or, at the very least, intervenes early on. Now this series of podcasts really aims to do just this, by offering informed understanding an education in the development of children from birth through to adolescence, examining particular difficulties which may arise at any stage. At no point will I be talking about what might be regarded as universal strategies or techniques. Simply, as I said earlier, each child is unique, and in my particular approach to psychotherapeutic work with children, this is an underpinning principle and really it's from that which everything else emanates. As I said, I believe that symptoms are a communication which, although problematic and often distressing, are not the problem. Mm -hmm. Behavioural approaches like cognitive behavioural therapy are largely superficial for children and young people, and although they're often recommended, They seldom initiate lasting change, and it takes time to grow a complex emotional and psychological difficulty. So, I think it's somewhat fanciful to consider that it can be resolved in a mere six sessions. That said, we do need to pay attention to behaviors and symptoms, but I'll be saying a lot more about that in later podcasts. I'd be happy to receive requests. Uh, These can be about particular topics, although, as I'm sure you'll appreciate, creating individual podcasts for given requests could be a bit tricky. So for this reason, when there are sufficient requests which have similar themes, I'll produce something accordingly. Now, my details can be found on my website, and this is thechildrensconsultancy.co.uk, and you're very welcome to be in touch with me via the contact page. Now, the first two podcasts are going to attend to our current experience of COVID-19, its effects upon us individually as parents, and the way in which this impacts upon our parenting. Now, I've developed a model which is underpinned by neuroscientific thinking in order to help us to manage what we're experiencing in the present. And this is vital. Anxiety, stress, depression, and other psycho-emotional states communicate themselves non-verbally to children who in turn absorb and internalize them. So in a sense, what I'm trying to do is to help you through this model to understand and manage your internal experience in a way which brings you influence and benefit in your behavior. The model, rather aptly, is called Soothe. So thank you for joining me. And I look forward to welcoming you to the next podcast in which I'll explain the structure of the Soothe Technique and its relationship to emotional states. And in the third episode, we will be doing the technique together.